listening to a podcast of the Geek.io Media Network. For all of our shows and more, visit geek-io.net. And to help support the network, head over to patreon.com slash geek.io. Hello, gentle listener. While Geek.io holds its talent to the highest standards, what follows will likely involve the sort of language usually reserved for sailors on leave. If you're of a delicate disposition, then perhaps you would consider a different podcast. Bubble, bubble. I'm in trouble. Tell me, friend, what is this contraction? I call it a bus. A bus? A bus? <laughs> and its purpose? To convey gorgeous creatures such as yourselves to your most forbidden desires. <laughs> well, then, see, we desire children. <laughs> hey, it may take me a couple of tries, but I don't think that'd be a problem. This is the Geek.io Rant and Review with your hosts, CJ, Rachel, Raul, Gary, Josh, Jared, and everyone's favorite Aussie, Dale Campbell. This week, is it actually a good movie? Is it just caked in nostalgia? Or is it all just a little hocus pocus? Yes, indeed. Hello, friends, and welcome to Geek.io episode number 218, your written review of Hocus Pocus, recorded 26th of October, 2017. Welcome. Happy Halloween. I, of course, am your host, CJ. I'm fairly sure Binks' actor will eventually digivolve into Ryan Gosling and never be seen again, Boat. <laughs> I'm Jared DMT application dough as Vito. <laughs> I'm Raul. What drugs were the sisters on, Garza? No, 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 Rachel. No. That's not how we play this game on this show. Yes. No, you are not allowed to pick a line from the movie. That's S4. This is where you have to make something mundane up. Just wait. You're next. <laughs> I'd rather fuck with you, though. It's much more fun. Felix, go. Uh, I'm Felix. Why am I here? <laughs> so, so. And I get to be last because, contrary to what CJ says, she rocks that fucking red wig. I like how you assume that I'm going to be dissing on the wig. <laughs> So, uh, Josh and Carrie may eventually join herself. Us. She hated that wig, but I. Josh and Carrie might eventually join us. Maybe they haven't let me know one way or another. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and Dale is off because he has the six. Oh, so. Dale has the six. I have the six too, but without Dale here and without me here, the show would pretty much just go through the floor because we've been through that before. <laughs> he managed to patch Dale's presence with me. I don't me. know what you're talking about. <laughs> Um, uh, before um, we get into this movie, welcome back, Jazz. Oh, thanks. Yes, uh, Buenas Vidas, Jazz. Um, uh, I went. Chip, I went to London and Pip Pip Cheerio. There you go. That's better. <laughs> there's no Spanish spoken anywhere I was. And uh, oh yeah, and um, actually in London, there's lots of languages spoken, in, but in French. So uh, Guten Tag. <laughs> that's uh, it's not French. <laughs> <laughs> it's not French 
Switzerland. Yes, it is. It's Dutch. Well, no, it was in Amsterdam, so Dutch, Dutch counts. There you go. See, I did a thing. Oh, damn it. Did Dutch you, is a ridiculous um, language, by the way. Was there any aromas you uh, tasted in Amsterdam? <laughs> I see what you did there, even though I don't think you did it on purpose. Aromas I tasted. I'm not sure what that means. Did you go to any good coffee shops? While did you, no, I didn't go to any bakeries. I did visit a lot of bakeries. No, but... Amsterdam, they're called coffee shops. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, I didn't go in any coffee shops. I went to some cafes in Amsterdam. It has to be grosser. It's green. No, no, but I mean, I saw a lot of that. I smelled <laughs> a lot of that, but I did not partake in any of it. Oh, man. So, uh, speaking of smells that you partake in, this is Hocus Pocus rant and review. Uh, Dale suggested this and then left because he got And then sick. Rachel suggested it and CJ tried to shoot it down. Um, it can be seen in Australia on Netflix because apparently that's a thing, but we had to get it through the good old Divids or Amazon Prime. I think you could buy it from. Uh, it was cheaper uh, on YouTube, so I picked it up for $3.12. There you go. I got it, I got it from the Redbox for $1.66. Rachel's owned it for years, so it wasn't even a thing for us. Well, there you go. I, I'd like to point we've owned it for years, CJ. However, I had to unwrap the plastic from it this year. <laughs> no, okay, Every no. other year it has been on Netflix or no. on HBO Go or something, and this year it was nowhere that and i actually had to buy another copy of this for rachel last year for christmas because uh we lost it somewhere i think it was in the last move how dare you it, it did not <laughs> hey, there's a lost. josh it didn't play anymore because it got eaten by the dvd player in ohio uh, well no it got eaten by ohio via the dvd player <laughs> oh yeah that's it oh my god speaking of ohio wow okay. I'm going to derail myself here for a second because Ohio is here. CJ and I and the kids went to Waypoint 6 tonight. And behind us, there are guys talking about OSU football. And I was like, you are in the wrong place. (laughs) Get your footballs and take them out. And they're like, but we're playing magic. I'm like, get your footballs and take it out. (laughs) Nice game, though. I was explaining to Rachel also uh, commander format in magic. So she's actually interested in that. Oh my god, it's my favorite format. I've not well, ever I mean, played a game of it. Uh, we all know Rachel likes to take command. And I told him there was a sapling, and I found the sapling, and I get the sapling card if I can find the sapling card. So fuck so you. I have to buy Rachel a green commander deck and then buy one sapling and put it into there for Just her. Just one. Because it's all you can have in commander. There's Just only one. one. It's 100 cards and There's of only, only one. one sapling in all of Magic. Yeah, lots of saprolings, which is what I thought she was talking about, but nope, she wanted an actual sapling, and she found it. I mean, sapling, and the sapling, sapling picture looks almost like Groot. So, <laughs> that's what kind of what you were going for. No, I, 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 I'm sorry. I just I was going to Facebook to post, you know, the usual announcement, and I see my uh, my doctor friend. Important medical advice: don't store potatoes in your vagina. Very important. It's yeah. potatoes don't belong in vaginas. That's but, where they grow from. But was it better or worse than the ham sandwich? Uh, so after three centuries three witches are resurrected at salem massachusetts on halloween night it's up to two teenagers a young girl and an immortal cat to put a rain end to the rain of terror once and for all this once a, and for all this is a potato free uh movie yes there are no potatoes in this movie factual there are no potatoes and there are certainly no wieners because the male 
lead character, our wonderful teenager, is still a virgin. So his wiener's got no action either. Um, this movie came out shortly before Dale existed. Uh, Dale's mama was pregnant with him. This movie came out July 16th, 1993. Wow. Oh, it's me, Dale, the same age. Birthday. It made me so happy. Yeah, Dale was born in November of 1993. And this movie was born in July of 1993. That's so oh, what crazy. A what, a, what a tiny baby he was. Right? It is. Um, well, I mean, he's not exactly tiny. Yeah, he's no, uh, he's, not like tiny. <laughs> he's like seven foot three. He's only he's the same height as Raul. <laughs> I didn't what? realize I was ten years older than him. Though that's weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so he's taller than me. Yes, uh, of course I'm taller than you. <laughs> Actually, up. I love having you around, Jazz, because Raul's taller than me. Rachel's taller than me. Dale's taller than me. You come around, and I all of a sudden feel normal. <laughs> I mean, I love you. I'm just, uh, I'm just an average five foot eight. That's fine. It's weird because it's so weird that I'm five foot eleven, and like everybody else, just is so far above me. I'm like, I'm taller than the average guy. Why am I surrounded still by tall person? people? There's so many tall people. Um. So of course we have the immortal Bette Midler as Winifred, uh, <sighs> Sagittarius, divine Miss M, Sagittarius Jessica Parker as Sarah Sanderson. Kathy and Jimmy as Mary Sanderson, Omnicats, Omricats, Omnicats as Max, and Thora Birch as Danny. Um, and then proto Ryan Gosling as uh, Binks. <laughs> um, what, the guy from NCIS? Is that what he's from? I didn't know if he actually did anything after that. Why are you yeah. watching yeah. women shows? And, and NCIS. <laughs> with my grandma. Uh, the key, yeah. dude. Uh, so this movie cost $28 million to make back in 1993. And $20 million of that went to the Divine Miss M because she's fucking amazing. <laughs> Just saying. And she had to wear that, that mouthpiece the whole time. Yeah, and the wig. Oh my god, those teeth. Those teeth. Okay, I got to see Bette Midler, what, three years ago now? That, that was my graduation present for me to me. I bought it for myself, and I brought my mother with me because CJ's like, um, no, 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 no. I'm good. Peace. I'll watch the kids. Yeah, no, you, you could take your mother to that. And I got to see her in concert in the nosebleed seats. I'm shaking hands with God, holding the blood, and just going, I love you, <laughs> And I have to admit, watching this every year, it doesn't change my feelings for her. It just makes them so much deeper. I mean, they, they had to make the, the, the script and the story and the flow of the movie a certain way just so they could have a scene where she sings. Speaking of which, where is our studio recorded album version of that song? Also, it was uh, this movie. Uh, we're going to get into trivia here while we're in trivia. Uh, this movie was actually created for Disney Channel. It was supposed yep. to be a Disney Channel original movie. However, it caught the it caught eyes of uh, bigger studio heads at Disney, and they felt it was strong enough to carry good theatrical performance. And it did. Uh, it made uh, it's made so far thirty nine million dollars in the U.S. alone, thirty nine point five million dollars U.S. gross. Um, <coughs> so, I mean, we are getting another movie um, next year, I believe it is. And it's a reboot. It is a reboot. Yeah, uh, I've I've it's heard not- that. Uh, all three, or at least Bette Midler and Sarah Jessica um, Parker. They're not coming back. Sarah Jessica Prancy Horse are interested in making a uh, cameo, at least. Well, Bette Midler has flat out said, she's like, I would totally do it again. You know, I hated the wig and, you know, 
not not to go political, but on her Facebook, she's flat out said, I hated wearing the wig. But after 18 months with Trump in office, the wig doesn't seem so bad. I'd gladly <laughs> don it again if I could get them to, remake the, to, you know, put the movie out there again or, you know, continue it because it does have a you know viable continuation point. But sadly, they, they have she, she's flat out gone on the record on her Facebook Ow. and said, Disney has said, no, they're rebooting it, but we're not coming back. And it's like, why? they should have done a sequel, either with the original cast or we were actually just talking about this as we were rewatching the movie over dinner. The three little girls who steal the brooms and go flying off, make the sequel about them. Yes, yeah. that I would be OK. With. Them, so. But don't you can't necessarily call it a sequel then. No, they're just continuation of the story at that point. Spinoff, and well, I mean, a continuation of the story is exactly the word that is the definition of a sequel, Rachel. But they're not yes, making but... a sequel; they're rebooting it. No, what they're Rachel said, it, which I am not okay with. I mean, and whatever. I mean, it's Disney Channel; they're gonna make it, and it'll either be halfway decent, like Descendants is, or just be crap, like every other uh, made-for-TV movie they do. Wait, is Descendants? Oh, that, that's the thing good? that I said to you, CJ. Is I was like, well, actually, Descendants isn't good, horrible. Yeah. Descendants is not terrible. Like it is actually, actually watchable, and I enjoy watching it. I just want to know what what crazy person at Disney saw the massive fan outpouring of requests for a sequel, the fan art of a movie poster of the sequel, Bette Midler and Sarah Jessica Parker, who are entertainment industry goddesses, saying, "Sign me up, please," and said, "No." Let's reboot. Yeah. Uh, because they, I need to go back on to... her face on Bet's Facebook because she's got obviously her public profile and she's like, I would do it in a second. You well, don't even pay, pay me what you paid me then. I would do it. It was fun because Disney has to use their current uh, stars so they can pull oh, in. Oh fuck! Yeah, yes. Sarah, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker is gonna be um, freaking blonde girl, uh, Sabrina Carpenter from um, Girl Meets World. Um, Bette Midler is going to be, I don't know, Demi Lovato or some shit. And uh, <laughs> if the sequel is still going to need plucky teenage Lovato. protagonists. Yeah. I mean, Sabrina Carpenter actually can really sing and she's gotten a name for herself. And I watched a lot of Girl Meets World with my daughter. Uh, see all the reason why I know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> um, I eventually watched all the episodes of that because she really liked it. And I was like, hey, this is halfway entertaining. <laughs> Um, but during a February 10th, 2008 interview <coughs> on the BBC, BBC show Breakfast, Bette Midler stated that out of all of her films, this live action Disney Halloween themed film, I'm not sure why that was spelled out all the way, uh, IMDb, thanks, was her favorite. Her other favorite film, according to her autobiography, Bette Midler Still Divine, was voicing the poodle at Georgette and Oliver and Company in 1988. That movie's 88? And also that movie came out in 88? Holy shit. We we might have to put that on the Ranch and Review list because that is one of those movies that just... That's all the kid feels. Oliver and Company? Yeah. Oliver and Company. And I mean, Billy Joel. Back in the day. Yeah, man. Billy freaking Joel executed uh, soundtrack. Uh, in this film, Sarah Jessica Parker plays a witch who was executed during the Salem witch trials in the late 1600s. While researching her family history for the show, Who Do You Think You Are? in 2004, Parker was shocked to discover that her 10th great-grandmother, Esther, e- Esther Elwell, was arrested in Salem in the late 1600s for committing sundry acts sundry of witchcraft acts of and, choking witchcraft. A, and choking a neighbor to death. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ain't that some shit? Esther's case never went to court. She escaped with her life, and accusation and uh, accusation ended the Salem witch trials. <laughs> Parker said it had changed everything about who I thought I was. That's oh, amazing. Yeah. That that uh, the tenth great great grandma, old grandma Esther, uh, just choked a man with her bare hands. <laughs> but she got away from it scot free. Great great great. With her bare hands or with magic? With her hands, she hot. Um, I also like how it was sundry your acts of witchcraft, <laughs> which yes, meant a different thing back then, but now it means something different. Um, during a 20th anniversary screaming, Ho- screaming, screening of Hocus Pocus, Doug Jones, who played Billy Butcherson, revealed that the moths that came out of his mouth at the end of the movie are real and not CGI. Oh, you gotta remember. 93 CGI effects were not. You saw the CGI They're in the movie. Yeah. Oh. Shit. <laughs> the cat. Kathy and Jimmy the on cat, a man. vacuum cleaner. That's all I'm going to say about the CGI. This movie is- the CGI is better than it was in Spawn. True. <laughs> but yeah, Except I still point out. I still point out this is the movie facts. that. This, this is the same year that came out with Jurassic Park. So. <laughs> Well, yeah, because to be they, fair, they were a budget difference, though. Well, yeah, they were the making it on a TV point. budget. Yeah, it was intended to be a Disney Channel, Channel original movie. Chanel, you did Chanel. spend time in France. Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> Not well, on the camera. Also, now I just want to do a written review on the first Halloween. R. Kelly movie. is not here. <laughs> on the first Halloween, what? Gross. On the first Halloween Town movie, because that's the only Halloween Town that matters. Oh, I don't think I've ever seen that one. That was what. Four movies? Yeah. They replaced some of the actresses halfway through and it stopped being good. Uh, I, I think like the first two are, are good, right? I know the first one is the best one. We'll, I, I st- we'll table anyway. that for next year. <laughs> <laughs> because we don't do Halloween movies the rest of the year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, one a year. We get one a year. Yes. Um, so... Rachel, you want to be Winifred? Does she? Do you even have to ask? Yeah. Uh, I, I would rock that. I told my mother yeah. I want to be... Well, we're on the quotes Winifred. part, Rachel. Do the thing. Oh, look! The glorious morning. Makes me sick. Every day going to work. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Go to hell! Oh, I've been there, thank you. Found it quite lovely. You know, I've always wanted a child. And now I think I'll have one on toast. <laughs> Zachary Binks, what took me so long? I'm sorry, Emily. I had to wait 300 years for a virgin to light a candle. Ooh, burn. If you're a teenage virgin and you come across a black candle, it's a trap. Right? I like the candle, bro. I, I also like love how they spammed the word virgin. Yeah. Seriously. Well, I mean, it's a Disney movie. How often yeah. do they get to do that? It's the closest thing to a swear word they could get in this movie. Oh, no, no, no. Right? They, they, they say damn. Hell. They said damn, double damn. Damn, damn, and no, double damn. The go to hell. It was just, well, hell. Yes, I've been there. 
kind of thing. And it was like they're talking about the place, not the situation. Yeah, but in in 1990s Disney Channel, damn is a pretty serious curse. And they definitely yeah. used it as a curse. That That's when they took this the reins the- and they went, wait. We're getting backed for an actual movie with this. We can We're say naughty words. Budget, but we can say a few more things. <laughs> All right. So the top half of the show, after those bits of fun times, we talk about the the uh, the backside of the movie, where we talk about the things that went on, editing, uh, that kind of thing. And uh, I've always preferred the backside of this movie because am, there's a lot of great ass in it. I'm not going to poo-poo on this movie yet. So I'm going to let people who actually enjoyed this yes. movie go ahead and talk about it. Oh, no, we'll <laughs> let you shit all over it. You can go right ahead. Oh, no, 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 no. I've, I've got something. Did we miss like 10 minutes of like a montage or something? <laughs> did you watch Did you watch it on TV? No, I, I, I watched it on, on uh, YouTube. When they go to the school, it feels like we missed something. <laughs> Just because it was horribly put together, man. It's, it's this called a bad editing jump. It was so it was so weird because it's like they get the plan, and then all of a sudden they're like the witches are heading to the school, and they've got this whole like trap set up. <laughs> I feel like we skipped some important scenes there. Uh, yeah, because this movie trap was montage. I felt like this movie was rushed together in 30 minutes. Like it does feel that way. It was no, no, no. It's hacked together, man. Just like there are jump cuts, there are just plot holes. It just it is it <laughs> falls apart if you look at this movie with even kind of a semblance of a critical eye. The CGI cat. Let's let's be real here. Oh I mean- Jesus, that CGI cat. Let's talk about how awesome the uh let's let's talk about how awesome the costume design is. I'll give you that. (laughs) At least with the Mary Mary Voigt. Mary Voigt, if you're out there somewhere still alive on the internet watching this, thank you for that costume design. Uh yeah. The witches look great. Uh the the, Everybody else, not so much. At the beginning. It's it's the nineties. Yeah, I know, and it's shit then. It's shit it's, now. It's a very 90s movie. You can yeah, tell so it's 90s movie. Is this no, like the okay. first Disney I am movie? an, a 90s apologist, okay? Everybody knows that. Like, you should you should go back and listen to some of the stuff that we went on when, uh, when Bud Long and I went on about, like, Beast Wars and things like that, where I am a huge 90s apologist. However, this is early 90s, so it's still mostly 80s. It's, it's and, trying to shake off the 80s. Yeah, I fucking hate that. <laughs> It was a hard transition, but we made it through. We made it was it the awkward teenage years. <laughs> really big shirts and weird sweaters. So Sideways awesome. hats because he's trying to be a rapper. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that really was the dad. dad doing that. And the parents are being as are portrayed as kind of awkward. Uh, they, they definitely Flat, suffer from shirt tr- tied around the waist backwards. <laughs> Right, they definitely deal with the the shitty parents trope that existed. Also, eighties oh, and nineties that like, oh, we don't care about our, our kids' uh, friends or anything like that. We're just gonna uproot them. Yeah, well, I'll uproot him. I don't know. He seems sad. Where's his shoes? <laughs> no, it must be some kind of a protest thing. <laughs> seriously, seriously, no, you're a bad father. And how is it that you can live in LA, you move to a small town, and you get mugged in a small right? town? Right? You fucking carry a knife on your ass. By the way, Halloween Town does not exist anywhere um, to be streamed or uh, rented or bought. Yet. Really? 
Yeah, it does not exist. What is Halloween Town? I don't know. I don't know what Carrie said we should watch for next year. It's it's a Disney Channel original movie. The joke was that it doesn't exist. No. <laughs> um <laughs> You can buy it on Amazon Video apparently. No, I just watch isn't it. has it not on here for anywhere. So um Debbie Reynolds Halloween Town. Uh, uh Piper's fun. I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> uh, I've never seen it, so I can't shit on it yet. Oh, um, <laughs> there's something I noticed when they were when they went to the graveyard for the first time. You could see where uh, you couldn't see the wires. Thank God. But you almost. Could, well, yeah. Probably... <laughs> but like you could tell that like they were they were terrified to be on those wires. Oh yeah, none of them looked like they were enjoying themselves being like, yanked around on there, those. There's one where you can't see this on the audio part, where um, what's her name? Uh, where Betty's coming in on on the on the broom, and they cut like half a second too late, and you can see how she's like drifting sideways. Betty? Did you just call her Betty? Yes, he did. He just called her Betty. All right, I don't. And I'm not the huge, Raul is off the show. I'm not a huge fan of her, and that's sacrilege. <laughs> it, it, it's just it's Salem drift. <laughs> Salem drift. Also, also, and show fast and the fabulous. Also, in the the kids fucking riding his bike through the graveyard in between the headstones, I was like, what? Oh. <laughs> like respect for the dead much, right? <laughs> Yeah, this it's, a, this is a, it's an experience. It, this movie definitely is an experience. And I I look at these movies, I try and remain critical of them because that's kind of what I do and like I yeah, the I'm going to play the Dale part in Spider-Man Homecoming for this movie because ooh, ooh, ooh. I mean, admittedly, I have never been the biggest fan of this movie. Um, I've just never cared for it. It just, not, it wasn't me. And watching it this time didn't help any uh, because I'm noticing <laughs> all of the jump cuts and all of the, actually you can see strings in this movie. Um, you can, it's true. Yeah. They are very obviously there. Um, obviously the parts that I'm supposed to enjoy, I enjoyed, you know, the, I put a spell on you and now you're mine, et cetera, et cetera. Um, dance, dance yeah. until you die. Um, can we just? I, I want this in the show. Um, Dad Kula. Yeah, Dad Kula. <laughs> Gotta love nineties dad jokes. God damn it! We couldn't get a one nineties get through one nineties movie without a dad joke. Right? Dad jokes are. There's tired. nothing. There's nothing wrong with that. Dad jokes are beautiful and everything good in the world. <laughs> Exactly. I, actually, I actually had a patient give me the ultimate dad joke the other day. No? Well, because I was being picky about adjusting his glasses because they weren't sitting exactly straight. And I was making sure that they sat exactly straight. And I kind of, you know, jokingly said, sorry, I'm fussy. He goes, I fussy. <laughs> I actually uh, had somebody do it in real life. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> uh the dad joke to end all dad jokes. <laughs> yes. It's so good. Um, yeah, I, 
I really don't want to keep crapping on this movie, especially the, the technical side of things. Um, camera work was shoddy. It felt like it was almost like uh, a student who was almost ready to um, dive off of a cliff. Uh, <laughs> it, it just didn't feel put together. And, and again, I get TV movie budget, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. However, mm-hmm. um, I get to play. I get to play that guy because that's my role on this show, <laughs> and I don't care about the circumstance. If the camera work and editing is shit, then it's shit. No, that's fine. I, I'm not give arguing. Give jobs like that, Disney. I'm not arguing with you. <laughs> Your points are valid. <laughs> and, and admittedly, those people may have grown up to actually do you know good work in Hollywood, and this might have been their first job. And bravo for being your first job, but. Ooh, gotta start somewhere man yeah and wires and crappy editing and bad camera work is definitely a uh so not all but, bad uh, it's but, not all bad things in this aside for aside from the acting because that is something we usually talk about later the character direction the actual choreo uh, uh, uh sorry i have a sinus infection so like i just <laughs> felt like my face was about to explode um I'm actually saying good things about the movie, so my face didn't like it. Um, the sound direction, the character choreography itself, the the shots were well put together. Um, so, you know, that kind of thing was really, really good, but it, it just kept yanking me away from that. I'm like, I actually want to enjoy this, and then either a shitty actor showed up or it looked like the camera fell off the tripod. I also found the house distracting that they lived in. Uh, which one? The witch's house? No, no, the... the Max's house. house. Max's oh. house. Because it's like he goes in his room and then there's these weird stairs that go up to like another loft inside of his room. And yeah, it's like an observatory. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like you, when it when the camera pans around the yeah, house from the outside, you see the yeah. little the little Power lighthouse thing. nook. What, and he's what like... this house? <laughs> it's the little house. What happens was, is he was pissed. He was so pissed that they were moving that in order to console him, his parents gave him the coolest room in the house. Right? <laughs> Here, you moody fucking teenager. You get the room. You get two rooms for the price of one. You got room right. for your drum set and your bed, and then you've got this loft thing upstairs. <laughs> it's specifically designed a, for brooding. With yes. another bed, the brooding loft. <laughs> yes, the brooding loft, and then your sister's bed is up there too, or something, because. Uh, you know later on they take a nap uh, i think i think she was just i think she was just sticking around because she wanted to be close to them yeah that little girl she was she was annoying oh my god that little girl was such an extortionist (laughs) (laughs) oh and and little girl almost got him shanked right Story stuff later. Okay, come on. <laughs> no. I will say, uh, despite the terrible CGI, um, the company who did the CGI for this movie's name is Rhythm and Hughes. And, nice. Uh, I, have to give them, <laughs> I have to give them props for their name. Nice. I can't, I, I can't give them props for their work, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was 93. But your company has an awesome name. It was 93. Okay. So they were probably working with. I don't know. 
Windows 90? <laughs> Tin cans and a uh, fur suit. They'll probably work okay. with like 3.1 or something like I that. I was just going to say that, actually. <laughs> okay, but not a, not but a few years later, Sabrina the Teenage Witch came on television and had a much better CG cast. Well, no, 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 no. no, 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 no. Puppet, Salem wasn't CG. He was animatronic. He was he was mostly puppet and sometimes even a live cat when they actually needed movement of it. But he was still CG every so often, and he still looked a lot more reliable than this thing did. <laughs> because it was used so sparingly. It's the same thing as what happened with Jurassic Park. You know, okay. the it was ninety percent practical. So that when they did use the CGI, it wasn't so blatant as, again, say, Spawn. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, in Jurassic Park, of, I mean, they built a T-Rex. Yeah. It, it kind of boggled my mind that they didn't actually build a puppet for this. Like, it seemed yeah, like that would be more cost effective than doing CG. <laughs> I actually yeah. thought he was a puppet. Yeah, at times. Like, the movement was so jerky that... Yeah, his, his, his mouth was so stiff. No, that was iMovie zero point three. It was probably it may have been a puppet with the face CG'd on. Here you go, guys. <laughs> this this is topical. I, I think it was. I think it was like a. Uh, uh, oh god! <laughs> <That's> terrifying. <laughs> oh jeez! I think Holy. we found our uh, YouTube thumbnail. Right there it is. That's the, that's the thumbnail. I'm going to save that one right now. <laughs> Is that a picture you took? Yeah. Well, we were watching the movie. They had they had to pause it real quick. And, <laughs> and that was the pause screen. Th- things went screwy. And when we got back to the to the movie, that was the pause screen. <laughs> there you go, Twitch. You got, a, you got some haunted fucking movie there. <laughs> it's trippy. I'm going to take a better screenshot of this. I'm going to take a screenshot of your screenshot, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's a recurrence, damn it! (laughs) Major pet peeve: the misuse of the fucking Inception thing. (laughs) The thing within an identical thing is a recurrence. Whoa! (laughs) Yeah, at least at least that noise wasn't in it, right? (laughs) It's in fucking everything. It is. It is in a lot of things, and a little bit of uh, production. That loft should have been a little bit more charred after that explosion. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Just a, a tiny bit. bit. Get, the, uh, get the Wii U controller out of the screenshot. <laughs> <laughs> and um, what else? Oh, the parents should all be dead. Yeah, they were supposed to dance till they die. Well, the, the spell. I know, I know, I know. What I want to know, I seriously want to know, and I know this is getting into story stuff, but we're on that the topic of the loft, so I have to say it really quick. <laughs> What the fuck was the parents' reaction when they got home and saw their kid's room? <laughs> the house exploded. <laughs> right? They seemed to be okay with it. Gasly. Like, Gasly. <laughs> oh no, we came home and it was like this. <laughs> and all the kids are just wandering around the Sanderson Sisters Museum. Yeah, like those people, I'm sure those kids would be absolutely not never going to that museum ever again. It's like, yeah, once you actually try and get killed by the pe- real people, no, I'm I'm, I'm okay. Well, nobody's going to it again because so, the museum is closed. But. No. Okay, I'll, I'll wait till the second part because, okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Was that Sarah Jessica Parker's actual singing voice or was she dubbed over by somebody? Dub over. Right? Yeah. 
She can sing, but I don't think that was her. They they pulled a singing in the rain with her. Yeah. They pulled a sister act with her too in the case of Kathy Najimy. Oh. So that upset me so much when I found that out. Did they glue her lips together or what? Who Sarah Jessica Parker? No, she just naturally looks like a horse. No, the no, other, other one. one. <laughs> oh, uh Kath Kathy Najimy? Najimy? No, I'm still fairly sure that's what she actually looks like. She just decided. Well, no, to... I mean, not anymore. She dropped a ton of weight, but no. Looks like... character choice. Yeah, I so think they were. I think those three were given them. a lot of leeway on what they could do with their character, and they just kind of went. What What could be the They're most like, like go nuts? Yeah, what could be the craziest thing that we could do with these characters and still get away with it on this movie? And I think that's what they did. Oh, Sarah, good, uh, Sarah Jessica Partner's character. Holy shit. Do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that turned out to be weird Cory witch. It worked so well. It I'm did. Pretty sure, I'm pretty sure she was on something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Even if it was just a shit ton of caffeine. I, yeah. I, I, I was telling Felix this is like they dropped her. She hit her head uh, on the cauldron when she was young, didn't she? <laughs> well, the. Um, I mean, and I'll give her this, like, she was 28 at the time of filming this movie, and she looks damn good for 28. Like, she looked like she was, like, 18, 19, and she still looks a lot younger than what she actually is, but, um... What is she you know, How old is she now? Um, 40? Almost 50? Approximately 21 years... Approximately 24 years older than what she was. <laughs> she's 52 now. And she still looks like she's in her 30s, so... Bravo! But yeah, she was yeah definitely. Those sisters were uh, sniffed a little bit too much of the cauldron. <laughs> That's part of the charm of the movie. <laughs> it, it is. They're weird. They're weird being high thing. And yes, like this movie was fun and it was sweet. But oh, I just I need to get on to the second part of the show because like I it. You yeah. need to unleash the fury. No, it's not really fury. Like most of my fury is based on lackluster and lazy production quality. And if you're in a theatrical release, regardless, and especially when you have 28 mil to make a movie in 1993 money, it's, it's kind of inexcusable. Like <laughs> this movie didn't have a small budget and, it just it felt like they were paying everybody everybody was just interns on the production side of things except for like i said the choreographer and the sound designers like those people which admittedly is what disney is known for especially back in the 90s killed it but every except, other piece of production was except crap except for the cast iron skillet sound effect okay <laughs> yeah it was weird long like, are you hitting them with a gong? Somebody just rented it. Yeah, I was gonna say somebody just rented a gong from the sh- thing down the street. Like, or they just ran into the thing. Like, oh wait, yes, we have access to the gong show. Gong, boom. Um. All right. Anything else on production side of things? No. I'm- uh, that band is pr- that band. Was, I wonder if they were like a real band. Rachel even asked that too. Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, they seem to have some actual talent. Yeah. 
Where, where are they now? The bone man from Hocus Pocus. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the one. Um, yeah, okay. What? No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> the uh, daughter running into her mom at the uh, at, at the Halloween party. Yeah. The, awkward. That was, that was awkward as hell. Yeah. <laughs> That was it was really, kind of funny though. I laughed. Really awkward. <laughs> oh my god, this site sucks so much. Why uh thoughtcatalog.com? <laughs> thoughtcatalog.com. Uh when Sanders is uh, uh, where else do you go to collect your thoughts? Yeah, I'm looking to see if because <laughs> I looked up Hocus Pocus band and it's the first thing that came up. Also, um, why is it not pensieve.com? Really, guys. <laughs> No, Nico Lang. She makes you, a point. Uh, it says Focus Band. Okay. Uh, yeah, Focus is the band. And they are a Dutch rock band formed, formed in Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Dutch? Amsterdam? Amsterdam. So that's where Sarah got the stuff from. <laughs> right? Keyboardist, vocalist, and flautist, this Von Leer. Uh, the band have undergone mo- numerous fa- formations in its history since December 2016 has been co- composed by Van Leer drummer Pierre van der Linden. I don't care about that. Um, yeah, the, the lead si- they did the lead single on the band uh, of the movie Hocus Pocus, and that was what earned them international recognition. Ah, the movie made them. That's great. <laughs> So, yep, they are nice a Dutch frog actually, rock band. I'm actually more surprised that people were curious about the band because they, they weren't a big part of that movie. But they were awesome. They were part of one of the most memorable scenes, though. And by memorable, he means good. <laughs> that, that is a fair point. You know Dang. that it was written into Bette Midler's contract. Oh, yeah. That right. she has to have a musical number. Yes. Absolutely. And get this weird, obscure Dutch band that they paid $3 and a passport <laughs> to do this part just to play for Bette Midler, which admittedly is a big freaking deal. I was going to say, if you were that band, wouldn't you take that $3? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No, undoubtedly. It, it just, again, I'm not the hugest fan of Bette Midler. And yes, I would absolutely take that offer. And to, to be fair. To, to be fair, like when they were performing themselves, they were genuinely good. Like, yeah, Bet comes in and steals the show because Bette literally, Hitler. Yeah, ah, uh, puns. But they, on their own, were good. If you like the kind of music, sure. Yeah, I mean, obviously, not everyone's cup of tea, but no, it's not. But serve but- purpose in the movie. They sounded good. They sounded good. I will give them that. It it it, it was an obvious. Hey, Rachel's back. Um, an obvious uptake of production quality at that time because hey, we have to do the showstopper. We have to do the thing that everybody is going to know this movie about. So the production quality went real up, real fast for approximately three and a half minutes, and then went back to interns. And then there was that random like this beautiful shot of the three witches flying across. The Massachusetts sky with Salem lit up beneath them and the mountains in the distance. And it was fucking beautiful. But like Josh and I were saying, there goes most of the budget on that one (laughs) shot. 
to take a uh, to take a line from my favorite person in the world, Masako X. That's because of marketing, uh, which isn't up is that too. <laughs> almost a Mel Brooks reference, but not quite. <laughs> Merchandising where the real money for the movies made. All right, uh, so we'll take a quick break here um, and take a trip to Amsterdam. Not really. Um, <laughs> And uh, get on the other half of the show where we can unleash the fire and the fury about the story parts. Um, but the first, flames. Yep, we'll carry on. Uh, nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but first, for podcast listeners, you'll hear a quick break and hear some ads and and love our sponsors because we love them. But uh, then you're gonna hear. Jonathan Young's cover of Monster Mash because Ooh. the cover of Monster Mash, <laughs> and I'd be, Monster I Mash. I'd be damned if I didn't play that this week. <laughs> I guess. And uh, we'll be right back. Stay tuned. I was working in the And suddenly, to my surprise, he did the monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. It caught on in a flash. He did the monster mash from my laboratory at the castle east to the master bedroom where the vampires feast. The ghouls came from their humble abodes to get a jolt from the electrodes. Monster Mash. It was a graveyard smash. It caught on in a flash. They played the Monster Mash. The zombies were having fun. The party had just begun. The guests included Wolfman, Dracula, and his son. The scene was rocking old in the sounds. Eagle on sings back by his bag. The coffin bangers were about to arrive with their vocal group, the Quick Tech of Five. They played the Monster Mash. It was a graveyard smash. It got on in a flash. They played the Monster Mash. Out from his coffin, Black's voice did ring. It seems he was troubled by just one thing. He opened the lid and sucked his fist and said, Transylvania Twist. It's now the Monster Mash. It was a graveyard smash. It caught on in the flash. Tell them Wallace and Shoes that you can monster mash and do my graveyard smash. You'll catch on in the flash. Then you can monster mash. Then you can monster mash and do my graveyard smash. You'll catch on in the flash. Then you can monster mash. Yes, indeed. Mash good! Mash good! 
I mean, it is John Young. So, I mean, anything that he does is pretty much just freaking amazing. Yeah, he's pretty great. I, I really enjoy stuff. I am, yeah, I cannot wait for his and our schedules to align because I've made it no secret that he is, we're trying to work together to get him on the show. In 13 years precisely, <laughs> the planets will align ever so nicely. <laughs> All right, so this is the second half of the show where we uh, finally unleash the doors and I let people rant about the movie itself instead of just me being a film nerd geek or a film school geek and um, film nerd geek. You heard me. Uh, (laughs) I mean, you're uh, not wrong. Yes, that too. Um, Also, good job on cheer uh, cheer failing, Carrie. You're a fail cheerleader. (laughs) What? (laughs) It's okay. We love her anyways. Yes, we do. Because she cheered for us. She's a foxy lady. <laughs> yes. I get it. I did. <laughs> All right. So, uh, rant review time, you guys. Go. It's a so, good movie. You, you were biting at the, you were biting at the uh, bit here. So, uh, have at it, friendo. I mean, it's Hocus Pocus. <laughs> it is a quintessential <laughs> Halloween movie. Why though? It's so like hard to get through. It was hard to get through for me. <laughs> no, it is so bad. It is so campy. It is something that you had to be raised with to truly appreciate. Here's the thing: like, the it's production- a slice of nostalgia. It's a slice of childhood. Yeah, it's the production. A- go, go the, ahead, Terry. As I say, the production values are a little bit lacking, but it's not a bad movie it's ah. campy and ridiculous and not to be taken seriously you're supposed to just have fun it's a disney tv original movie it's fun sized <laughs> it's fun sized and they don't uh, make it too long either they keep it you know keep it under well, it doesn't under hurt that. that you know the lead female in it is fun sized herself I mean, all right. So again, the characters, the, involved, the witches were great. <laughs> like I, I will not complain, even though this is literally the only movie that I enjoy Sarah Jessica Parker. In. Uh, <laughs> fair. That's fair. So the three of them are great for being in their weird, campy, awesome selves. So those three are great. But however, when the movie doesn't necessarily focus solely on them and you have to deal with really really bad kid acting and then there's the little sister because she's great but again she's she's legit she went on to do other things she's not the focus the focus is really shitty acting from dude and girl (laughs) max and yabos yeah max and yabos max there was there was no chemistry no, no, no. like a pizza okay (laughs) what the hell is yabos Come on down to Max and Yabos. Gotta get Don't ask where the cheese production. comes from. <laughs> you gotta the get Rogers for ten ninety nine. Five tokens for the arcade. <laughs> so I mean, it it was hard for me to get through too, Felix. Don't feel bad. Thank, thank you, CJ. Uh, yeah, the last ten minutes, CJ's literally sitting on the edge of the couch, going, "Okay, okay, 
Yeah, this movie had me on the edge of my seat, you guys. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Oh, is, it done yet? is it done yet? Is it done See, yet? I, I, the cat's dead. The cat's dead. What, cat's what really dead. bothered me was the fake out ending at an hour in, and I'm like, it's an hour in. There's no way this is over. <laughs> <laughs> don't, even, don't even try. Don't even try. The, the second half is just a Bette Midler concert, which would have made this movie a lot more enjoyable. <laughs> Hello. I want my book. Bonjour. <laughs> also, okay. Um, they don't know anything about anything about this world, right? They, they played that off really well, <laughs> which was completely believable until Ben Midler pulls up next to the car and says, hello, do you have your driver's permit? Yes. That, that is one of the few things I do genuinely have qualms with with this movie, and yeah, it does affect my you know final score here. But um, like it, it starts out really great when they're actually using the proper forms of the thy thou. Yes. <laughs> And, you know, running in terror, screaming from the oncoming fire truck, (laughs) being mystified by the asphalt, the sprinklers, you know, all of that is great. And then they like, they just start adapting. And it's like way too fast. Jimmy on a fucking Hoover vacuum. That is all. And a bus. That bus driver, man. He wanted to be. I know. Right? Right? He needs to act like, a little bit better before any of those three will sleep with him. I mean, <laughs> I Sarah, maybe. She seemed pretty into it, character-wise, anyways. But Yeah. I mean, she was probably taking it already. He had the best seat in the house. Admittedly, hey. yes. Because Yabos. <laughs> and let's be fair. It's a good thing he was a bus driver because the balls on that character. <laughs> right? Which, again, was felt by Sarah Jessica Parker's character. <laughs> Yes, very much so. The jokes we don't get in 93. <laughs> I know. I was like, wow, I don't remember that from from when I was a kid. It might take me a few tries, but I don't think that'll be a problem. It should or the, be a problem. Or the fact that when Billy's fingers get run over in the uh, sewer thing, the only one left standing straight up is the middle, <laughs> the middle one. one. Yep. <laughs> like, okay, that was enjoyable. Was- that was fun. And yeah, true. Uh, truly, the best thing about this movie is Billy the Zombie, right? <laughs> yes, he's yeah, great. The, the zombie that got like five minutes of screen time in total. <laughs> yeah, I want to see a spinoff movie minutes. of him. Like, I mean, it's Doug Jones. He's he's the monster in just about everything ever. And oh, was that him? Yes, yes, it was. Yep. No wonder he's awesome. Yeah, Silver Surfer, the the gentleman. He's the, a ape's agent, Hellboy. Yeah, and also that <laughs> that <laughs> character entrance though. Yes. yes. And uh, hey, look, X Men Origins Wolverine. That's how we do. Um, that's how we do fa- uh, mouth taping up. <laughs> right. <laughs> you put real moths in there. Yeah, and real moths. So <laughs> balls on that guy. Jesus, I would no have half measures. Real the, the method <laughs> acting is real. So, yeah. The, Doug Jones uh, does not fuck around. So makes uh, the uh, cat. Um, to... I'm interested in him playing uh, Count Orlock in this movie upcoming uh, Nosferatu, and of course Father Damien in Hell's Kitty. Hell's <laughs> Kitty. Oh man. What? Hey. Um, yeah. He All did, right. Yeah. Uh, movie upcoming Hell's Kitty. Father Damien. Open new. Open new tab. Okay. What is this movie? Hold it would on. help if I would unmute myself. Usually. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Oh, hey, so Raul. Like, hey, Raul, you wanted to talk about the movie before, and then he says nothing. Uh, <laughs> and you're just over there ranting away. No. Hell's Kitty is a comedy horror sort series based on the true life events of Nick, a Hollywood writer, and Angel, his possessed and very possessive pussycat. So this is real life 
but it's a possessed pussycat named Angel. Ah. And they specifically had to use the word pussycat. Yes. You have uh, to get out of here. Your vagina is haunted. I mean, based, so, based on the true life events, I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean it's 100% true. <laughs> based on a true story, inspired by... Inspired by a true story, asterisk. See, because I'm pretty sure... Story the drunk guy city. told me one time. Uh, so go ahead, uh, go ahead, Raul. Okay, yeah. so the um, bakes the the uh, cat, like, yes. oh hey, idiot kids, follow me. I'm a talking cat. Okay, cat. Yeah, and like they. Okay, <laughs> let me show you how how evil these sisters are. You see this okay, guy. Ed. <laughs> This guy had uh, his mouth sewn up and uh, buried alive, blah, blah, blah. Not buried alive, but... Poisoned, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. poisoned. Yeah, poisoned. Uh, his mouth sewn shut with a dull needle, not a sharp one. Yes. Dull needle. Quick, yeah. quick question. How did the moths get in there if he was underground the entire time and his mouth was sewn shut? He, he was <laughs> running around <laughs> above ground for, a while, for like the whole movie before this. So I mean, they, they just... Flew in there. Do you frequently get moths that fly close to you? Because I don't. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah, all the time. Yes. Every those time. little psychos are fucking kamikaze pilots. Yeah, they we live in Florida. Florida. Yes. In Florida. We live in Florida. And we get moths like this fucking big. Yes, they are massive. <laughs> Thank oh, you, Josh. Head one hit me upside the head the other day and almost gave me a fucking concussion. There's something said when you're sitting in your car and there's a moth this big on your windshield and you're like, what the fuck is that? I okay. saw one when I was coming out of my chiropractor the other day. I thought it was a leaf off of a tree dead and blowing in the wind. Yep. No, it was a moth struggling and it was like that fucking big. Okay, our moths are the size of the spider that Sarah Sanderson eats at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> Basically. That's a big spider. It is indeed a big I'm also wondering what that was. A spider. Yeah. It was a no, I mean, like, what? What did they make it out of? Like, no, she, she thought it, it, it was a donut in in her hallucinations. <laughs> no, uh, no, Doug dared her to like to if improve I mean, her moth, method you acting. This fucking spider, yours is dead at least. I got moth in my mouth. I got, I got live moths in my mouth. You're gonna eat this dead spider and like it? I, oh God. I, how many takes did that scene oh, no. require? No. Oh. I want to see this back to behind the scenes footage. <laughs> like, how many times did he actually have to do that? Was it a one shot and done, or and did it he be a an actor? actor. Yeah, he was like, he was like, I gotta probably. get. He was like, I gotta get this one on the first take, or I have to eat moths. And, <laughs> <laughs> and how many moths did they have sitting around? <laughs> Because mom's not necessarily known for staying around, especially when they're being shot out of a mouth. Like, you guys, was was the Humane Society seal on these credits? I don't think it was. <laughs> I don't think it was. These moths actually died for your enjoyment, people. Moths died. The cat died. Even though it wasn't real. But it was just dead pixels. You're fine. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure Peter was upset about this, the smashed cat. Real or not? About and, anything. Um, can we like? That little girl, I said a little bit in the first one, is going to get her big brother shot, stabbed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's going to get him brat. late. At least you die like a man. But she's right? going to get him late as well. So that's what counts, Raul. Yeah, but it's true. It's true. 
Oh. I mean, it's not like Allison acted upset when she said Max likes your yabos. Right? She's like, oh, okay. I'm surprised. Like, if in any lesser of a movie, if this wasn't Disney Channel, she would have uh, definitely adjusted her bra at that point. Like... Oh. If she was wearing one, she was wearing period attire. Well, okay, she would have adjusted her boobs at that time, regardless of what undergarments, if any, she was wearing. <laughs> Just gonna cinch the corset a little, and exactly, <laughs> she would have said he loves your yabos, and she would have went <laughs> making that exact noise. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my impersonation of Yabos Girl. I don't remember her name. <laughs> Allison. Allison, as Danny always said. <laughs> yes. Does that mean best supporting actress goes to uh, Sarah Jessica Parker's corset? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Lift and separate. Yes, as definitely seen oh. by her uh, overdub singings. <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> so <Jesus>. good. <laughs> And, you know, of course, it had to be done while she was on a pole. I mean, broom. Yeah. And on string. <laughs> there were strings. There were oh. lots of strings. Raul said he couldn't see them because I'm guessing that transfer onto YouTube was bad. But uh, Probably. on a uh, big TV, on a well, good no, DVD. <laughs> maybe it depends on the edition because we have the Blu-ray that we were just watching it on. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they edited the strings out. No, the ones on the DVD are definitely still there. Yeah, we we watched DVD and it was definitely they were definitely <laughs> strings. Yay, Blu-ray on YouTube. Yahoo! Actually, legally through YouTube, that's surprising. Yes, um, I'm finally getting with the times. <laughs> right. I have seventy-two more hours to watch this movie. And admittedly, three bucks for this movie is, I mean, that's not a bad price. Like, that is actually a fair, that is a very fair price. Because, I don't know. I want my receipt for those, uh, that hour and a half and three dollars. <laughs> <laughs> we have watched worse movies. This is definitely yeah, It's not Sausage Party. <laughs> By the way, associated with a uh, freaking emoji movie, according to Netflix's algorithm. <laughs> what, yeah. Sausage Party or Hocus Pocus? Sausage Party. Uh, you said sausage. You said Emoji Movie uh, for a random review, and I'm like, okay, is it on Netflix by now? I thought I I didn't see it on the thing, and I pulled up Netflix. I'm like, hey, search for uh, search for Emoji Movie because this is definitely going to be on Netflix ev- eventually if it's not right now. And nope, all it's there is movies associated with Emoji Movie. Second one, Sausage Party. <laughs> I hated that movie so much I wanted to strangle myself. <laughs> all of us did. Every single one. It's okay. We that movie. we got him back. By making him watch The Room. Yes, you did. <laughs> I watched it with... Uh, with it? I watched it with my brother. I don't, I don't think Rome was there. We, we, we watched it like a week later. Yeah. It's, it's, something. it's something. Yeah, that movie is definitely something. That's, that's a good one. Uh, I mean, Sausage Party is just bad, but The Room's like a rite of passage. <laughs> It's the gauntlet that all must you know traverse. Though now I'm super excited to see the da- disaster artist. So see, there you go. It all works out. I I am super stoked to see that. Like, you thank you for the bits, Andrew. Carrie. So okay, you have James Franco playing uh, Johnny. No, he was playing Mark. He's playing Tommy Wiseau. He's not playing Johnny. He's playing Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, oh, no, Tommy Franco Wiseau is playing a weird uncle. That's right. <laughs> Playing 
<laughs> he just wandered onto the set, and so they gave him a credit in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Hi, like, oh, hi guys. Hi, hi guys. So I heard you calling like, my name. So people don't know if he's serious or if he's just doing the long con. No, because nobody knows anything about this guy, and that's why I'm in, that's why I'm so interested in seeing this movie. There's a I've read the book, The Disaster Artist, and like that one scene where he's like, "Oh, hi, Park took like twenty takes." <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, we watched the uh, we watched the uh, deleted scenes, and yeah, there was a lot of uh, oh highs involved in that, that were not in the movie. Fun fact: there is oh, a hi. crackpot conspiracy theory that. Tommy Wiseau is actually D.B. Cooper. <laughs> I, believe it. I believe it. He stole it. his movie. <laughs> oh, man. Well, no, that, that's how he layered it. <laughs> because basically, it was D.B. Cooper. He took the money and did the producers with it. He made the worst movie he could possibly make. <laughs> right? <laughs> so that he could run off with legal stolen money. I believe it. I believe it. Rachel, what'd you say? Uh, Why are we bashing the producers? No, we're no, not. No, we're I'm not. Just saying, DB Cooper did the what plot, they uh, did the... in the producers. Okay. Was he stole? He stole the money, made the shittiest thing he could make with it. <laughs> so time for Hitler flop. is really the room. <laughs> That's what we're time for Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> Springtime for Wizzo and wherever the no, hell he's from. So Tommy Wizzo, they don't, they have no idea who he is. He showed up out of nowhere and made the room with his <laughs> own laugh, cackling with his weird ass laugh. So, <laughs> is there a chance and, that he's someone like he's just under heavy makeup and he's actually an alien? Matt, the radar technician. Matt the radar technician. Speaking speaking of Matt the radar technician, how many high schools have a giant burning kiln, kiln that's big enough for several people to get? Those into? those armatures scared the shit out of me when I was a child. <laughs> oh, um, you know it's funny. It's a high school. Like I don't think anybody would put one of those in a high school. No, they no, wouldn't. Not even especially not one that just starts with a button push. <laughs> <laughs> Well, because, I mean, you would have wonder, at least uh, one kid barbecued a year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wonder how many pranks went south in there. There's no safety valves on the inside. <laughs> no, there was a shutoff. There's one shutoff release right above the ignition button. Because <laughs> that's where it belongs. Oops, I hit ignition twice. <laughs> oh. Three adult women to walk in and, and room for more. At, at least there was a safety no, no sign. There's a safety <laughs> yeah. sign that says "Do not use unless instructor is present." Yeah, because that saves people in shop class all the time. All the time. I also look. Oh, it looks like a tiny house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just I love Bette Midler's face coming out of the kiln. You know, <laughs> she I'm looks kind of... so fucking done. <laughs> I'm kind of sad. Like all Any those. Yeah, uh... much that stings. All those people who had their like art projects there and said that kill is just gone. Right? Yeah. All they're, of they're actually now corrupted evil artifacts. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where Winston the doll came from. <laughs> it's, oh. this, it's this half-made bull, but it's cursed. <laughs> and it talks, and for some reason it has a New York accent. <laughs> oh, um, something we forgot to talk about in production. Um, the eye on the book. 
yeah, I yeah, think that it was, was a dude. <laughs> there was no way that was a dude. I think that was a dude just cut out. Like, I think there was a dude behind that book, and like, it's like, open your eye, and then it opened. No, that that was no that. <laughs> that honestly had the look of the creature shop. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, which I mean, I don't think they were really fully associated Disney and them back then. Um, but I mean, it would not surprise me if it was just some dude behind the like they put the book up in front of his face and like, don't worry, we'll crop you out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll CGI you out. Don't worry. About it. <laughs> I don't know. It looked practical. It didn't look like. Yeah, it looked practical to me. It looked like a yeah, Sam Raimi special. Well, I'm saying it was a dude. You can't get any more practical than a dude opening his yeah, eye and looking around. We'll CGUI. CGUI? God damn it. generating under the influence. <laughs> Explains all of this movie. 80s Disney was so high all the time. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, CJ, if we're going to do Oliver and Friends, right? It's Oliver and Oliver and Company. Oliver and Friends. <laughs> Oliver and Friends. <laughs> if we're going to do Oliver and Company, we got to do All Dogs Go to Heaven. Oh, God. No, no. I don't want to cry. <laughs> no. That, that fucking non sequitur scene with the Louisiana crocodile. <laughs> What's up with that? I would prefer not to ball my eyes out when I'm talking about a movie, Raul. Jesus. At least he's requesting something else this time. Yeah, yeah not just not the do-over. Because <laughs> Raul has yeah, a hard-on for the do-over, I'm sure of it. <laughs> Raul well, watched I mean, it on that's accident. That's why the camera's from the waist up. <laughs> Raul watched it on accident. Now she's like, I want everybody else to watch it with me. <laughs> It's actually a chain movie. He has to make other people watch it. <laughs> Within a year, or else he'll die. You guys hated uh, Ridiculous Six, and I actually enjoyed it. Because you were high or something. <laughs> All the time. Oh, man. The Ridiculous Six. I'm still mad at CJ for not watching that. I tried watching it afterwards, and I turned it off. So it w- I would have yeah, been. Yeah, I know. I wish I could have. I wish I could have turned that garbage fire off. <laughs> I'm sorry, that racist garbage fire off. <laughs> totally racist. Like, <laughs> as a native, as a Native American, like I watched the first bit about. It, I'm like, nope, I am so out. You know, you know, I, I fucking hated that they play, uh, put a vanilla ice as Mark Twain. I was like, that is so disrespectful. <laughs> No, that's actually one of the better casting decisions on that part. No. Yeah, that that one scene was okay with all the the people around the table. What was it? It was uh, John Lovitz, Ice T, and Blake Shelton. David Spade was randomly there too. Well, not randomly. He's yeah, all of Adam Sandler's friends were there. Um, so. Apparently, like I'm interested in seeing the new one, and I posted this in our Slack, uh, where apparently it's got Oscar worthy performances in it, and I'm like. How, what how wait, wait, and then wait. i remember matthew mcconaughey got an oscar a couple years ago and i'm like yeah maybe <laughs> anything can happen so hocus oh, pocus is a movie hocus pocus is a movie right now. <laughs> maybe we should just Man, uh tita just... this thing we can't yeah. see it anymore let's uh <laughs> let's uh wiggle our nose and blink our way out of here oh sorry wrong witch um let's run amok 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 amok
you would think that after so many years of people getting mad at them editing this out, that ABC Family or Freeform or whatever they call it now would learn not to edit that part out when they go to commercial. Which part? Yeah, they cut it off literally right before. Like they show Winnie saying children running amok and it fades out right as Sarah Jessica Parker starts to say amok, 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 amok. Every single year. So sad. Like it is. It's a great part of the movie and for multiple reasons. Man, Doug Jones looks like an alien. He is. is. Why do you think he gets the casting roles he does? (laughs) I'm pretty sure he's in a human people suit. (laughs) suit. It's his greatest role ever. At least he's a friendly alien. No, I'm sure he's kind. It's kind of like uh, freaking what's his face, Golem, Um, Andy Serkis. Like, I could listen to that man read Trump tweets in Golem's voice. Nobody. Just the afterwards was the best <laughs> Well, if they do remake Hocus Pocus, surely we can get Andy Zirkus to be Billy the Zombie, right? I mean, why can't Doug Jones read? Yeah, seriously, he would. Okay. Well, if they're not going to let that Hitler, they're not going to let that Hitler and uh, Sarah Jessica Parker come back. I mean, all right. Um, let's go ahead and tee this up and let Rachel go first because she needs to get off here. She's about to fall asleep on camera, and we don't like when people fall asleep on camera, do we, Raul? Oh, I'm fighting to keep my eyes open. Thank you. Am I missing something? <clears throat> no, Carrie, not at all. Raul, what, or, uh, Rachel, what's your Tito? <laughs> I can't update the sheet, CJ, because when my computer decided it was going to restart, I got you. I had to, um, yeah. We got you. What's your Tito? Uh, I, I love this movie. It's got some great points. It's got some points that I sit there and go, oh, God, why do I still watch this shit? I forgot about this stupid section. But it was one of the only... movies that I could get my grandmother to watch every year. She wouldn't watch Beaches. She wouldn't watch half the movies that I like to watch with Bette Midler in it. Even when I was younger. So the fact that she would sit and watch this with me once a year and we made a popcorn night out of it, it's nostalgia for me. It's good, campy, fun. And this might actually surprise CJ, but it's going to be a six. Whoa. 6.5? Six and a half. Yes. Top half, bottom half. Top half because Bette Midler's tits are fucking Pause. amazing. <laughs> um, it's not a great movie. And I'm willing to admit that wholeheartedly. Does it mean that I'm not going to subject both of my children to it? <laughs> Every year? <laughs> Annually. Yes. So they probably love it. Three times this year because while I was home from school last week for reasons that'll come out next week, um, I forced the kids to watch a lot of really bad movies. Like you do. But they enjoyed this, didn't they? Troopers. Oh. VR Troopers? (laughs) 
They are. <laughs> I heard the same thing, but I knew what she said. And I'm like, man, I kind of want to watch VR Troopers for rant and review now. It's been a while since we rant and reviewed. Oh my god, it's gonna be yeah. Six and a half from Rachel, surprisingly low. Which I, I know breaks TJ's heart because he knows he knows my love for this movie, but it is genuinely bad. It is all right. String, you can see the flaws in the movie. All right, Rachel, go into go to bed. We love you. Night, Rachel. Night, night Rachel. Sleep well. Feel better. Most You're muted. You in the morning. You're muted. You muted yourself. She hit the button on her keyboard that somehow mutes her microphone. <laughs> we still haven't figured that one out yet. She has a button on her keyboard that, like, whenever she tries to lower the volume or raise the volume. No. Oh. You actually muted yourself. I muted myself, thank okay. you, because you're kicking me off because you're mean. Yes, and not at all because you look like you're about to fall asleep on camera. Uh, I, don't... <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I saw it that time. Like... I'm actually wide awake. I'm just not looking up at the screens. I'm just, I'm just, he's just resting his eyes. Yeah, yeah counting the cracks in my eyelids. <laughs> He's watching. He's podcasting by osmosis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not falling asleep. I'm telling you. Um. All right, Jazz, you're next. Me, I'm next. Uh so yeah, this movie's not good. Um, <laughs> but I still had a lot of fun with it. <laughs> like. There is a bit of nostalgia for me, and I know it's it's bad. And I I was I came into this assuming it probably wouldn't hold up, and it doesn't totally hold up. But I still had a good time. It's a campy, ridiculous, dumb, good time. So I, I'm just gonna give it a six, even. Oh, yeah. wow! I I I mean, I'd watch it again. I didn't I didn't despise my time. I had a good time with it. It was fine. It was good. Not great. <laughs> it's a bad movie, but in a good way. Fair. It has a, it has some heart to it. Uh, Felix, you sound like you want to say some words about this. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, this is a this was a tough one for me to get through. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I it's when I was younger, I did watch this movie uh, a few times, and um. Watching it again, I just realized it's not a great movie. <laughs> not even a good movie. It's a below average movie. Fair. Uh, and I don't know. But I, I, I can appreciate the nostalgia that a lot of people get for it because I can kind of empathize. I mean, because I did watch it, but I was very young at the time. So uh, I'm going to give it like a five. Right. I wasn't going to give it a four, but. You know. No, he gave it, I gave it a five. halfway there. Halfway Fair. there. That's not. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Passing grade in some countries. Yeah, no. not in this one, but some countries. Um, Josh. So, I'm I'm Mr. Positivity, the Optimist Prime here. <laughs> uh, I have a lot off on you. Don't let it happen. Aboard, aboard, aboard. <laughs> well, you gotta, gotta, gotta understand a couple of things going into this movie. I watched this a lot when I was younger. I have a younger sister named Emily. 
Emily. We had a black cat named Binks. Because we loved watching this movie so much around Halloween as kids. <laughs> wow. And yeah, there's well, it, it wound up becoming part of a running joke because we had the black cat Binks, and then we eventually got a dog and we named it Wedge. So we had Binks and Wedge. Nice. <laughs> I love it. Um But it yeah, it's it's not it's not a fantastic movie. It's not some blockbuster of a you know, top 10 movies you need to see before you die, you know, sort of spectacle, but it's, it's fun. It's when Carrie and I were in Ireland, our adorable angel of a tour guide, she had this great way of describing things that were not high quality, but still something you very much enjoyed. And it was, it's cheap and cheerful. Fair. And that, that, that's what this movie is. It's cheap and cheerful with a sprinkle of nostalgia. And <laughs> it's not something I want to watch, you know, three or four times a year. Like I, you know, will pull out my short circuit DVDs or something like that. But three times a year, short circuit. Well, I mean, a couple of times short circuit one, a couple of times short circuit two. Okay. Well, I mean, Johnny look Five at, is alive. So. Look, look at the shelf behind him. <laughs> I I like robots. But I mean, Especially at least once in October, because like I said, it, it it's fun size. It's cheap and cheerful. It's something that, yeah, it a little of the polish wears off over the years. You get a couple of the jokes you didn't get where you when where you were a kid, but it's still it's it's entertaining. I mean, Carrie Taco Lady and I we sat there eating Panda Express, watching the movie, and still laughing and having a good time. And that's that's the kind of thing it is. It's 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 a stupid movie you can throw on to turn off your brain and just capture a little bit of that nostalgia. And I give it an eight. The wow. only things I really didn't like about the movie were, you know, the the minor qualms with things like them just suddenly adapting to modern life, throwing out terms like when when Mary references smelling squab. And talks about cooking it with breadcrumbs and margarine. How the fuck would she know what margarine is? <laughs> right? She's from the 16, uh, you know, 1600s when they had to hand churn the fucking butter. <laughs> they didn't have margarine. No. Uh, no it didn't it, anything. It came from Satan's kitchen. They just got it first. <laughs> oh, there you go. But, master. Yeah, I just... They call me Master. <laughs> I mean, if I were that guy, I'd be pretty happy too. It's Gary Marshall. He's, you know, big time producer man. But like I said, it's 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 just it's fun. It's it, it's it's part of Halloween, is what it is. You know, you watch Beetlejuice, you watch Ghostbusters, you watch Hocus Pocus, you watch The Addams Family. You watch Nightmare Nightmare Before Christmas. That That's is a Christmas, Christmas movie. movie sir. That is a Halloween movie. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even okay. they ne- that's All a debate right. for Felix? another time. Everyone Felix. settle down. <laughs> they never, Felix, they never show Halloween on that movie. They only show Christmas. Uh, this is Halloween. This is Halloween. But they say that, but they never show Halloween in that movie. Not once. It's Halloween Town where everything is Halloween, but they never actually show the holiday of Halloween. No, they're yeah. having a rehearsal for Halloween. But they never show Halloween. 
They only show Christmas. But yeah, so I mean that, that that's where I stand. It's yeah, just it's like a high score, but <laughs> yes, it is. It's one of the best Christmas movies. We'll go with that. Um, yeah, I mean that that's just that's my stance on it. I I'm a sucker for nostalgia when it's done right. Fuck you, Power Rangers. <clears throat> I mean, I haven't seen it. We've heard that's not- a red. I could go on for hours. <laughs> I, but- I'm interested in seeing it. Aside from Alpha 5, because fuck that frightening thing. <laughs> uh, Raul, what you got? Okay, aye, 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 so aye. Hocus Pocus, 1993. I heard opens, that, Jess. Opens with them kidnapping a child, sucking life out of the child, killing the child, mm-hmm, and then they proceed to be hung for their crimes. Yes. Like, Disney kids movie. Quality yep. family movie, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought Pirates of the Caribbean was the first one to actually do that. <laughs> nope. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. We had this back in the 90s. Early 90s. 90s were hardcore. Didn't play the around. spamming of... Our cartoon movies where all dogs go to heaven. <laughs> gave you nightmares. Holy shit. Made you cry <laughs> and then gave you nightmares. <laughs> it made you cry. At least it wasn't Don't get me started on Roger Rabbit. The very malipitive uh, little sister. What was she? Malipitive. Oh. <laughs> malipitive. Okay. How do you spell that? I saw that movie. Angelina Jolie was great in it. Yeah. Okay. First, it's like, <laughs> hey, stand up for yourself. Yeah, there's like six dudes there. I'm going to get killed. At least you would have died like a man. What the f- I don't know of any little kids that talk like that. My my daughter does. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah. Production-wise, not the greatest. I mean, in 93, you you tried to do what you could. Uh, It's not for Demic. Yeah. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Um. The cutting could have been a little bit better. And this is the same problem I had when we watched BFG. The last, like, 20 minutes where everything just seems to, like, happen. Like, all the pieces. Things happening. Jump cut. More things happening. Jump cut. Just kind of stagnant after a while. Yeah. Well, I mean, them, like, getting accustomed to the world and all that is just... The, the fight scene and it's like they could have like lived forever if they just like there's like a used one of the kids outside there are dozens had, of them they had or just a, one of the two assholes that they had hanging up generic who, 80s early 90s really bullies kinda deserved it early yeah. 90s bullies were fucking monsters exactly like also <laughs> uh, ice Anyone else notice it was the exact font used for the fucking ice boxes? <laughs> you see out of, out of convenience stores? God damn it. <laughs> so I do remember watching this when I was younger, not understanding like half of it. <laughs> watching it now and picking up like everything is like, this is a terrifying movie. <laughs> 
terrifying. Also, it felt a lot less jumpy as a kid. Like the whole bus sequence with the with that with Thackeray and them climbing out of the sewer felt so drawn out and tense. And then you watch it as an adult, and it's just like done. <laughs> Speed bump. He said, "Oh, he's alive." Oh no, a bus would not flinch if it ran over a cat. Yeah, you wouldn't even have felt that. Like Cle- clearly, this guy is not taking very good care of his bus. <laughs> He's got a bad shape, man. So, at the end of the day, yeah, it's it it is a good watch. Maybe once every few years, but don't <laughs> I, I I told this to Felix that thank you for watching it with me because that's the movie that you don't want to watch by yourself. Yeah, I yeah. I, I started like. Okay, I gotta answer this back. I I was reading the Slack while I was watching this movie. That's I was working on the Slack when I when I was watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so now we know how to get Raul to read the Slack. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> um, Burn. I'm going to give this a five, right down the middle. All right. It's kind of like it would be a fifty-fifty shot if I'm going to recommend it to someone or if I don't recommend it to someone. So yeah. And Carrie. Um, I I like this movie a lot. I don't care that it's not always good. <laughs> I, you know, I, when I watch stuff on Disney Channel, I've watched some of the more recent Disney Channel productions, and I see great production values and characters I don't care about and plots I don't want to watch. Plots. And not all modern Disney stuff is like that. I'm just saying some of the stuff that I've seen. Descendants is definitely not like that. That's a genuine. Disney had a good golden age there with their live action stuff for a while. I'm saying that the stuff that I watched personally fell flat to me, even though it had great production values. And at the end of the day, if you're going to pick either crystal clear studio production of something I don't want to watch and a bunch of interns making something campy and ridiculous and a holiday institution, I'm going to go with the interns. <laughs> I had fun. I The flaws were not so... The, they were not so glaring that I couldn't enjoy the movie. I can laugh at them, ha, 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 look at them, you know, look at her drifting on her broom or... The cat face. The cat face. No, oh. I can't. And it enhances my enjoyment of the movie. I watch this every year. It's my favorite thing to have on while we do candy duty at the house because then we also bond with the neighbors and the kids because they knock on the door, they trick or treat, and oh, Hocus Pocus is on. I love this part. And it's part of the Halloween experience. And so for that, I'm going to go 8.5. Jeez, okay. (laughs) Wow. All right. And... (laughs) I like putting uh, party poopers at last because every party needs a pooper. That's why they invited you. Um, why they invited you? Yep, you're not wrong. Um, so yeah, I watched this movie a couple times when I was growing up, and it just it was never with me. Um, I don't particularly care for Bette Midler as a actress. I borderline despise Sarah Jessica Parker as an actress. Um, And I don't ever remember seeing Najimi anywhere else other than this. 
Uh, the Lord Janon and Sister Act. Oh. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's why she always looked so familiar. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> All right, then. Okay, so I like her. <laughs> Your score just went up half a point. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> um, the kid acting is terrible. Just wretched, horrible, bad, 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 bad. And then there's the little girl. Um, in terms of teenager acting. Yeah, teenager acting is just always wretched. Um, then interns doing intern things, which, okay, whatever. I uh, still had $28 million to work with. You could have done better than this. Um, $28 be- million dollars less Bette Midler. Okay. So assuming you still paid her a million dollars, because this is still 1993. <laughs> um. Still, ow. Still. <laughs> uh, see what happens when you talk bad about Bette Midler? <laughs> I, I like oh, her politics wow. and I can stand her music, but as an actress, just not not my cup of tea. Um, I'm going to give this movie a five and a half. Okay. Um, wow, better than I expected. Way yeah. better than I expected. Um, it was somewhat enjoyable. When it was enjoyable, it was very enjoyable. Um, admittedly, the other parts, I was working during, so I don't know. I didn't pay too much attention to the bad parts, so I guess that might have influenced my score a little bit. <laughs> um, it, it's something you can enjoy with someone you love. Yeah, and it was great watching it with Rachel and watching her just be genuinely happy to watch this movie, and it, it was, that that helped. Um and also, like, it's been a rough couple of weeks, so something I could just shut my mind off to, even if it just happens to be background noise while I'm doing a bunch of work for the pot, for the network. Um, that was that was helpful. Um, but yeah, um, I one I played up the bit to make you guys think I was going to give this movie like a two or something. But <laughs> I was expecting like one point five, honestly. Oh no. No, 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 no! I didn't. What I enjoyed, I enjoyed far more than that. Um, you're approaching sausage sausage party and wieners territory at that point. This movie is definitely <laughs> not bad. Uh, and I mean, I would still, I mean, using the jazz scale, I would actually recommend somebody watch this movie, especially with their kids. Um, so, I mean, I can't give it below a five. Um, so, you know, and I enjoyed it more than just a movie that I'd be like, yeah, sure. You should watch that once. <laughs> <laughs> so five and a half is fair. I think what a lot of it, it is, is too, like especially for us who grew up with the movie, it, it's kind of like a torch to pass down. Yeah. This uh, basically like this is this is my Christmas story. Everybody is obsessed with watching a Christmas story with their family. I'm not too crazy about the movie, but I'll sit through it once or twice for people I love. <laughs> this is that movie for me. This is the one that I have to watch every Halloween. And that's fair. <laughs> By the way, that is a 6.35 on the Tito's. Very nice. And another fun fact, uh, Kathy Sam J. Sam J. Sam J. Najimi. Najimi. Not even close. Uh, <laughs> she's Peggy Hill on King of the Hill. Oh, oh, whoa. Yeah. That is not something I knew. I, I didn't either, but that's apparently what she's most famous for. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> so good for her. She did go on to do many other things. All right. Her so MVP let's go ahead and begin the wrap up. 
Uh, remember, you can watch us live Thursdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific Fridays at 12 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv slash show. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you can do so. show at gmail.com. All of our Facebook, Twitters, and that kind of thing are all slash show. And our Geek Hotline is 727-489-4335. That is 727-489-GEEK. If you leave us a voicemail that is tolerable, I will play it on the show. <gasps> voicemail guy, come back. Right. I miss voicemail guy. I miss you, um, voicemail guy. I, I badmouthed him far too many times, and now he left us alone. Um, so yeah, We were teasing guy. you affectionately. Exactly. Our voicemail lady. We're not, we're not sexist. No. It's like anybody. It was a dude. Yeah, if, if we want a random voice voicemail lady calling in every every week and wondering why I don't answer the phone, then yeah, <laughs> absolutely, sure. Um, so I do want to point this out because it is coming up real fast, you guys. Uh, <laughs> coming up on November fourth, we're doing the Extra Life Gaming Marathon like we do every single year for the last six years. As I was filling out everybody's information today, kind of we've been doing this for six years now. Um, wow. For the Children's Miracle Hospitals, um, 100% of it goes to charity. None of it goes to anybody else. And it's all tax deductible if you are into that kind of thing. If you're not, it still goes to a great, great cause. This is a big deal for me and Rachel every year because um, all Children's Hospital here in St. Petersburg, Florida, where where I'm, who I'm playing for, legitimately saved my son's life. Uh, without them, I, AJ would not be in this world. So um, this is a major thing for me every single year. Um, and this is my charity of choice that I do every year as well. Um, so I have a handy little dashboard set up for all of us. You can go to geek-io.net slash extra life 2017, um, for a tentative schedule, uh, of at least what I'm playing, because I don't know if anybody else is going to fill out the calendar or not, but I filled it out. Um, I'm mostly trying to decide what I want to play because I do want to play something because I decided to go with, uh, rainbow babies up in Cleveland. Because okay. they've helped uh, my younger sister, Emily, in the past, and also my other younger sister, who is unfortunately no longer with us. Yeah, and, and, and that's fair. Um, just because you live here doesn't mean that you got to do things for these guys. You, I mean, and, and I mean, regardless, the Children's Miracle Network is always a massive, massive thing that saves thousands and thousands of children every year. Yeah, so. it, it really it's it doesn't matter what you're playing for the fact that you're playing for this team exactly is the important thing because 100 percent of it all goes to the kids yeah no, and no that's the thing it's it's kids overhead. so it's i actually i met with um i was at uh, a local uh itty bitty little comic book store here put on a itty bitty little convention this last weekend uh emerald city comics um I met up with the owner of a local game store there and also the head of the uh, local chapter for the Extra Life Gaming uh, group that ha- happens here, the Sa- Tampa St. Pete uh, chapter. Uh, his name is Angel, and I know you're listening, Angel, and thank you for listening. Met Hi, Angel. And found out that for uh, all kids last year, we raised over $50,000 for everybody, from everybody. And... That paid for a specialist to be hired in for the NICU because they never had an absolute specialist there. So they hired a specialist from out of town. She is now working strictly for all children's. You might know her. She was on television. <gasps> um, the little couple lady. Um, she right? came from Extra Life? Yes, she came from Extra Life. Holy shit. That's yeah, awesome. Extra, Extra Life basically paid for her hiring, uh, what they, their, her hiring bonus. Um, 
So yeah, she came from extra life and that was almost 100% strictly because what we raised last year for uh, all children's hospital here in St. Pete. That's and fucking awesome. I mean, it's all, Hell yeah. all for the kids. And, and the, the, like I was gonna... saying, that's, that's the important part is it, it's kids. Yeah. Like hospitals I, in general, I... important, but children don't have a choice in the matter, especially when they're sick. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm not even going to pre, I'm not even going to pimp out our stuff. No, that's not happening after this is the time <laughs> of year where I pretty much abandoned doing that. Um, because I mean, you, I mean, if you're going to support us, support us through extra life this time of year, like this is, it's not even a joke. So that again is geek io.net slash extra life 2017 for our little dashboard. Or if you just go to straight slash extra life, uh, it goes to the team page, uh, where you can get all that information anyway. <laughs> uh, hey, Jazz. Hey. What are we doing next, next week? Next week on the show, we're going to have Daniel Foley, creator of Yoga for Gamers. You're going to join us in, uh, with our apparent chronic back. Help us with our apparent chronic back issues. Yeah, because yeah. apparently everybody on the show has a shitty back. So. Wait, wait yoga or yogurt for gamers? Yoga. No, yoga. Yoga. no I'm going to eat yogurt to help my back. I mean, hey, that helps too. If it yeah. works, if it works, it helps. It, works, right? it helps a lot. Probiotics helps yeah. with the digestion. Yeah, I bet Savath could make yogurt work for somebody's back. <laughs> Savath is basically God. He can do what he wants, right? I... He's a man of culture. Ah, uh, but I'm cheating. Let me fix your back with this arrow. It'll be fine. <laughs> Acupuncture. You're right. All right. So this is Dale's favorite part, especially when I add the reverb to it. Now it's time for the Geek Island Community Smackdown update. <laughs> um, nice effect. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, so not much has changed this week. Uh, Raul scooted back into second place after a surprisingly decent show of Geostorm, uh, while my foreigner movie refused to pick up any steam in a second week. Uh, with Halloween coming up, uh, Joss's Jigsaw pick sh- could potentially slay Suburbicon, or will the Coen brothers and George Clooney joint murder the puppet? Yeah, I mean, I don't have any problems with the puppet getting murdered, so... There is an anonymous moose in our Google Doc. Hey, That's I Felix. Yeah. Uh, so ending our runs this week is uh, Happy Death Day, Groundhog Day of Death from Josh and uh, The Foreigner. Entering its second week, Tyler Perry's Boo 2, uh, Medea Halloween, Bud Long, and Raul's second week of Geostorm. Opening this week again is Suburbicon and Jigsaw. Man, uh, nothing uh, has been performing this. No. Uh, no so it's been pretty, pretty surprisingly, Geostorm performed fairly well. Like, it surprised <laughs> me how much money Geostorm pulled in. Who actually expected that movie to do semi decently? Uh, not I. <laughs> <laughs> the man who bought it. That, like, <laughs> For you audio listeners, Raul just shyly raised his hand. See, Raul, you're apparently a unicorn because. No, his I... unicorn movie failed. <laughs> no. It made 13- sell it for clue. I I I, I bought it for thirteen dollars, which is a lot of money. Like, no, it's not a lot when someone almost doubles every movie price. Uh, what? No, why would anybody do that? Anyway, hey Raúl, Raúl, you still got a wild card you can use, buddy. That's right. You too, Carrie. Yeah, but long if you're not listening, but. No, Budlong. Sure. Budlong never listens to the show. 
He doesn't listen to any shows. No, he doesn't because he's too busy getting paid for podcasting. You freaking sell out. Um, if you want to hire me, go ahead. And do <laughs> I will sell out too. Um, I'm so, available to sell out. Yeah, I'm available for the sell out. Yes. Um, so, of course, it's still in the first place uh, because scissors are the only movies because he also has all of the movies up front and will eventually taper off. Uh, is Josh. And that one big one at the end. And then there's the Black Panther at the end, which could either be a great movie or a colossal flop. It had uh, better be awesome. Uh, I'm with you, but there's an equally fair chance that that movie is going to be ripped to shreds. Um, and not by nice people. Uh, 8.6 million, very sizable lead. Uh, but again, like I think, yeah, this is the last movie you have for a while uh, with Jigsaw. Um, so you're going to drop down real quick and then until Black Panther comes around. Well, we'll, we'll see what happens. Cause I mean, basically tried to get the running start and then hope to coast on momentum for a little bit because with the way the, all of the movies have been underperforming, I figured if I could at least secure an early lead and then keep most of that lead. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, Rawls in second place with $1.9 million. I'm in third place with $1.4 million. And Bud Long entering the race at $1.3 million. Oh, boy. All right. Raul, what's All going right. On? This week on the Geek I.O. Network, uh, CJ continues to face the surge on Liquid Handicap, even yeah. though he got a little too tipsy and lost 5,000 bits. I lost 5,000 bits, and it made me sad, and I got pissed off and quit the game to record oh, something. Oh, the, 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 the... Not the Twitch currency. No. Oh, okay. No, the, the bit the bit thingies. 5,000 5, scrap. Yeah, 5,000 5, <laughs> uh, soul, uh, techno soul. Hey, you know what this week marked? A hundred yeah. episodes of generic live show. Yay! Yeah, he would have been here, but... Life yeah, happens. He, has the sick. Uh, he failed hardcore on a party favor and it peels, <laughs> peels back the curtain to let you know how some of the sausage is made. Whoa. Uh, he uh he oh he he plays the lullaby and then comes in with a party favor at the end and blows on it and it just doesn't do anything. <laughs> He got one of the duds. He got one of the duds. And he's so excited to blow on that. And then the look of Well, I mean it's Dale. And and then and then like he blew on it and then the look of disappointment was on his face as he realizes that it's not going to make any noise and then it, then the thought and then it came over his face the second time of I have to actually make fun of this or I'm going to be upset. <laughs> okay, oh, last this week we had uh. the Manipur with the <laughs> with the world's most valuable NPC. Savath may his name be praised. I'll praise Savath. Uh, they continue their battle um, against the hideous ghoul monster. Half the party jumps in head first and forms a body chain of a wolf, a bear, bear and a clanking necromancer in plate armor. Oh my. Four feet and legs. <laughs> <laughs> then swap life points with the ghoul. Oh, when it refuses to go gently into the afterlife. One of us certainly do. Hey, uh, hey spoilers. It's 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 somebody. It's, it's definitely somebody. Yeah, there's some there's some price to be paid, but we after four and a half hours of fighting this thing, we finally fucking killed it. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. No, hey, you're we, not. We leveled up twice and we had fun. And in Open Legend, leveling up twice is a big fucking deal. I haven't died, man. You have a week and a half to fix your character, Raul, or you're going to come into this level one. <laughs> the bear refuses to learn anything from the experience. <laughs> the bear. He does not feel satisfied with his encounter. You're just going to save up until, like, level five, and then all of a sudden hulk out. Yeah. <laughs> And this is to go even further, Baron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man! Oh boy! All right, Carrie. What have we got for show title candidates? Okay, not quite as many this week. I didn't go as ham. Um, we have Halloween Town doesn't exist. Did you call her Betty? Fast and the Fabulous Salem Drift. Dadkula. They pulled a sister act on her. The Bone Band. Asterdam. Max and Yabos, now with real moths. Springtime for Tommy Wiseau in a Hocus Focus review, because of course. CDUI, <laughs> Optimist Prime, that's not that's a Christmas movie. And it's not Sausage Party. Yes, indeed. Uh, and the clear winner is the Fast and the Fabulous. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> Everybody. Everybody the, one man, the odd man out. So, someone fine. needs That's to go back and check the notes because I think so far since doing Sausage Party, every movie rant and review we've done, <laughs> an episode title option has been "It's Not Sausage." <laughs> <laughs> like a running joke. It is. It is pretty much, and it'll be interesting to see what happens when we start reviewing like Thor Ragnarok in a couple of weeks and things like that. If that still comes through, <laughs> though, then that, that movie Not already seems to be kind of a sausage party. <laughs> so, and never know. Gladiators, man. Yeah, that is that is one thing about about this movie is that it uh, it is a movie from the '90s that passes the Bechdel Wallace test with flying colors. Yeah, absolutely. Um, though there is still a lot of girls talking about boys because you know, you know. (laughs) Well, I mean, mostly they're talking about eating Danny's soul and sometimes talking about Satan. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, I must have lost track of the show at some point because I have no <laughs> idea how we got from 90s movies to eating souls. Like, <laughs> I mean, it was something they, been... they do. Uh, all right, guys. So we will see you. Um, we do anything this weekend? More overwatching this weekend because the Halloween event is on and I don't have my Symmetra dragon skin yet. So we're going to stream. Ball and grinding. Yep. We'll stream some more Overwatch on Sunday. Um,. And then back here next week, we're uh, S4 next week, finally coming back. I have to pound through four episodes of Inhumans, so this could be... Me too. It's my Do they not receive... uh... You're going to need an Inhuman level of alcohol. Oh, Oh, that bad? (laughs) I hear it's rough. I hear it's rough. Yeah, I have not heard great things. Are we going to do an S4 watches? With the two of you and a bunch of drinks. <laughs> oh the only the, the only positive thing I've heard about Inhumans so far is the CGI dog. <laughs> I've heard, I've heard a bunch party. of people hate that too. Like, yeah, it's not sausage party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, apparently, Lo- Lockjaw is a very divisive creature. So, like, I'm cool with either. It, it'll be it'll be interesting to watch. Um, so yeah, that'll be on on Monday. And then I'm uh, probably going to take a couple of uh, 
days off of um, the surge. Like that was disheartening. <laughs> um, that, that, that is why I really don't. One of the reasons I don't like those types of games is the whole you can lose your experience permanently. Yeah. And especially in the surge where there's a fucking timer on it. At least Dark Souls has the decency where if you can reach where you got died and run away. Yeah, that was the big thing is the the timer really irritated me. So it puts a uh, it puts an aspect of rushing through things and taking hits where you normally wouldn't take them that doesn't exist anywhere else. And also the fact that there's only, I'm only noticing like one quote unquote campfire per level. So like everything kind of leads back to that. So it's kind of your hub. But at the same time, if you don't get back to that, like where I was, I made a few comments. I'm like, I have no idea how the hell to get back to my campfire. And I'm sitting on almost 6,000 bits. So like, fuck me. Right. (laughs) And the severely limited healing capacity. Yeah. Um, you get like get, what? Two, two shots of your stim pack thing? I had three because I upgraded. And, and I know there's like an alternate one that causes a regeneration <sighs> effect instead. Yeah. Uh, but it's super weak. Like it's not good. So, I mean, the game is, is better than I thought it was going to be. Um, but on a Soulsborne kind of level, like I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it more than Dark Souls 3. Um, but like Dark Souls one and two and Bloodborne are just so far ahead that it's going to take a lot to get to those. Uh, I'm interested in Code Vein when it comes out later next year. I believe it is. I think it's spring or summer 2018. Uh, thank you for watching, uh, Gamer Geeks. Oh, shut up! <laughs> All right, guys, we'll talk to you next week. Play the lullaby. Okay, so you do. Do the thing. Do the thing. Everybody has been a Geekio Media Network production. Copyright 2017. Felix! Why what I do? Yes! Dance uh... <laughs> <laughs> like Savath is watching. <laughs> My favorite.